Hello, and welcome back to the show. You are listening to Evolving with Nicole Sylvester, and it's me, Nicole. Today, I have an episode for you. This is an episode for anyone out there that feels like you've been doing the things, but it's not working, or you've done something that is really important to you, and it was like problematic, or did not work out as planned, or just one of those times where it feels like the universe does not have your back. I don't really say that on this show, but right now it's fitting for this conversation. So I'd love to hear from you. Have you ever felt any of these ways? Because if you have, hello, welcome to being a human. You know, there are times where everything seems to go right and it's easy and it's flowing and synchronicities and feels like miracles, miracles, miracles. And then there's seasons where it's like, why is everything falling apart? Why is this happening? And I use why loosely here because the reality is for me, I know that everything is coordinating, organizing, and there's a big, there's a big thing that happens when we're growing and evolving that life reorganizes things in our favor. We have to remember that our intentions are not the only intentions that impact our life. Like we are co-creating with spirit, with infinite intelligence. All of this is a co-creation. And I don't know about you, but for me, coming up, uh, growing my business and, and really growing into the CEO within me, I have absolutely followed a lot of the conversations in the personal development world that will tell you to like keep going, keep pushing, don't give up. And you know, that's your own resistance, that's your own limited thinking. And yes, sometimes that is the truth. But what I've learned over time, because I'm someone that like grabs life by the horns, I take big risks, I do crazy shit, I will work a lot, I will do things that most people won't do, kind of thing or I wouldn't say most, but maybe many people will not. But the reality is that there's a point where that can actually be destructive to us. So we have to have discernment. So I want to say that a big part of this conversation here today is, and I'm going to highlight this, if I could do it in neon blinking lights, it would be discernment is key in this conversation. So carry it with you as you listen to what I'm saying, because all of you everyone's at a different space. Everyone's in a different season. Some of you listening, I know some people in my community are getting up to like the place where they're going to finally jump into a business. They're finally going to do it. They're like, you know what? I've been living by everybody else's rules. I'm going to do it. And it is like, you do have to get over that resistance and do something scary. And then there's people that are like me and like some of my friends, like we have we have walked that path. We've busted through resistance. We have been doing the scary stuff. We've done the crazy stuff. We have worked ourselves to the point of overworking. We have done all these things in the name of personal development, personal growth. And then you learn lessons and you're actually in a season of we're toning this down. We're toning this down. So you have to know where you are. There's you know, opposite ends of the spectrum. And really it's like learning to find your rhythm, your pace, your truth. And that's where discernment is key. And discernment is really just the ability to listen in and find out what is true for you. And, you know, I was talking to my good friend Annabelle today and we were, she was saying, like I was telling her, and let me just share this with you. I was like, the thing is with me, I so believe in quantum creation and obviously I've created so much in this like playing in the quantum and and really meditating and all these things. And in doing so, I believe that everything's available now. So I believe there's always a way. And, you know, as her and I were like unpacking this conversation and she's like, yes, there's always a way. But is there a way in this season? And I think that's what we, we have to learn to dance with. Like every season has a different ask of us. Every season is asking something different for us. So even though everything is available and everything's available here and now and all things are possible in a sense, 
It's like, can our bodies and is it right for our soul? Is it right for us now in this moment? And it's kind of like, you know, you see a flower blooming. And when a flower is blooming, you could be like, well, look at all these flowers blooming. I mean, it's the time to bloom. Like, look at them. But there's some flowers that are still closed. They have yet to bloom. And you can't pick that flower open. It needs to run through its process. And when it's ready to bloom, if unbothered, if in the right conditions, you know, having the sun, having the water, having the fresh air, having the right uh, soil, it's going to blossom and it's going to do its thing. And at that time, by the time it's in that season, some of those flowers that are already blossomed and you're looking around like, why is that flower blossoming? And I'm like closed still. It's because that other flower will be closing. It'll be dying off. It'll be closing up for the season because we all have seasons by the time the other one is blossoming. That's what I meant to say. We all have seasons. And I share this because when I say that there's things that are not going right, it might be your season of initiation. So I want to tell you, I have been in a little initiation season myself and Really around, you know, my book, there was so much coming up. And that's what inspired me to to bring this forth and share with you. Because I just, I know from coaching women over the years that when things can go wrong and when things are not going right, there's a tendency to think, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And heck, maybe you shouldn't be. (laughs) You know, I'm not the one to say Only we know that by really listening, not to our fear, not to our limitation, but to our heart, you know, and our heart might say sometimes like, yeah, this is not for us right now. And that's okay. And I don't think there's enough of that conversation out there. And I think it's because that conversation isn't necessarily as sexy or sells, but the reality is that we are here to be an expression of our soul's one-of-a-kind gifts. And there's a lot of times that collectively as humans, we're trying to do something because we saw someone else doing it. Or we're trying to do it that way because we think that's the way it's supposed to be done. But there's just sometimes a slight tweak. There's a little shift. There's a little shape-shifting that happens. And then if we do that, then it's our expression. And that's why it can feel like some things are not working out. And sometimes it's just a call to pause. So yesterday I had a day, but it wasn't just a day. It was accumulating for months. It was just things that were happening. And, you know, I was just fed up with it. I felt tired. I was like at that place where I was about to have a cry, a really big cry. And, you know, the thing is that, What I learned from this was that I had found myself going against what I felt. And it was in a really subtle way because, you know, there was just all these hiccups with my book. And I haven't shared all of them because it's not necessary to share them. It's just, you know, little drama that happens in business and in creating. And the reason why I felt called to share yesterday was because... I feel like there's so many people out there that have this experience in one way or another, whether you're creating a course, whether you're trying to get your first clients, whether you are putting an event together, whether you're writing a book, where things are going to go the way that you do not want them to go. (laughs) And not just one thing, but it could be a series. And then other people around you may even ask, like, what are you doing? Like, are you like, are you doing it right? Like, is it what's happening? You know, or other people can get frustrated because you're not doing it alone. There's people that you've hired for different aspects and it can just be a lot, you know, and to be, I mean, I want to say that my other books were easy and, but no, I would say the first print the first version of my memoir was not I hired the wrong person I felt like I spent six thousand ish dollars on someone that totally didn't edit my book to be like clear they just didn't edit it they put post-it notes inside that is not editing my friends (laughs) but it was it was heartbreaking it was my first big lesson in like making investments and and choosing things that were the most expensive thinking it was going to be the best but 
you know, the book, when it came to actually printing it out and publishing it, it was great. Like it actually came out three days before my planned publishing date. Well, this time around, there was a series of things happening. And for the sake of the conversation, I'll just let you in on some of them. My book was supposed to originally come out in June. Um, I think it was June 20th. And then I had a new editor. You know, we have a different relationship. He was really amazing. He's a great editor. Like, he definitely helped me make the book better. And we had a different relationship. So I didn't know to press this one button on the editing software that would change the things that I see. Basically, I, it was, I was confused and we had a miscommunication and it set me back in my editing. And at that point I was about to move from Austin back to California. And I just had to say like, you know what? I just have to press pause because I felt myself, there was this part of me that was about to like get more coffees, go harder. And I sensed, I could feel that little impulse in me. And I was like, "Mm -mm, we don't do that like that anymore. And I just decided to pause because, you know, I'm just not going to do that to my body and I'm not going to do that to the project. And I just sensed that the, the way that that happened, life just said, not yet. And it actually worked in my favor because when I got to Marina Del Rey and I slowed down and was really with the book, I read through it myself again. Um, it was, you know, triggering, not comfortable, but I felt some things that I wanted to add for context. Like, you know, there was just a refinement process that needed time and space. So I'm so glad I didn't push through for the sake of a date. Now, fast forward. Um, as I was getting closer to publishing, you know, there were just things that didn't work out. Um, the formatting came back and it had like a bunch of things that, that I asked for that weren't there. There was just, uh, some things that happened with my website. There's a, you know, there's a private link in the book so you can get resources. There was all these things. And then I was almost like, I felt this little hesitation to put out the date of September 13th, but I was like, no, I'm just feeling resistance. I think it's resistance because I have had some delays. So part of me is like, I don't know, are we ready? Are we really ready? And I was willing to go forward and put the date. So I put the date September 13th and you know, with this version of the book, with this time and this season of my life, I'm a different human. I move at a different pace. I just wasn't feeling some big launch energy anywhere in my life. Like that's just not, that's just not present right now. So that wasn't present for the book, but I was like, well, what am I going to do? What do I feel called to do? And there was something that came up and I was like, well, that's exciting. I'm going to host this ceremony, invite my early readers in as long as they leave a review on Amazon, then I'm going to invite them in and we'll do this and I'll, I'll give away some holy wild gifts that felt good. So then I'm getting behind it. I'm like, all right, I can feel the life in my body. Like this is something that I teach to my clients and in some of my programs we want to cultivate that life force in the body. Like that's creative energy. It's abundance. It's, it's our magnetism. So I could feel that that was beginning to be cultivated and like building. And I was like, okay, like we're here, we're doing it. But something so bizarre happened and I never have seen this happen before. And it was just like shocking me a little bit <laughs> and it was weird, but let's just say this. I put my book out, I published it. I uploaded it on September 11th, which is plenty of time. It could take like 24 to 48 hours, up to 72 hours, but I put it out at that time. I was like, it will be out by the, you know, sometime on the 13th. The Kindle shows up, but the paperback wasn't showing up. Now, not only was the Kindle showing up and not the paperback wasn't showing up, but then you couldn't find my book when you searched it. My old book is coming up. So I was like, and my other book, if y'all don't know, I have a workbook, Manifest Your $10,000 Month, if you feel called to it. But I was like, what is going on? So I write Amazon and Amazon just has no idea what's happening. (laughs) So for all of you that are writing books, like this is very odd. Don't think that this necessarily is going to happen, but just know that like this was unprecedented for me. I know a lot of people that have, Publish books, self-publish, and none of us have ever had this happen. So, and my, you know, the people that work on my book, they have never heard of this either. So it was literally a week 
of it being temporarily out of stock. Technical difficulty, no one at Amazon could know. So I just let go. I just let go and I'm going to share some of these tips of like what I do when this happens. And I was actually cool when it happened. I wouldn't say it was preferred, but I was just like, you know what? What can I do? So I let it go and I just knew that one day it's going to go live. And when that goes live, then I'll get out there and promote it again. Now, one week later on a Wednesday, this Wednesday, I go to log in to my email community, my email campaign. And, um, I'm going to send an email about a new podcast that's out and it's like, you are no longer having access to this email account. I was like, what is happening right now? So uh, even right now it's still suspended. Like they're working on it, but like, I still can't get in. So mind you, all of this is happening, but I get good news my paperback is up. (laughs) So my book is out and I'm like, let's go then. I'm going to go to the coffee shop. I'm going to drop in and I'm going to like promote on Instagram. I don't need the email. It's fine. I can just promote on socials. So I go and I start typing out the things. I'm like, here's the new date for the, for the, um, what am, what am I saying? The ceremony. Here's the new date for the ceremony. Here is the, like holy wild thing I'm doing. And as I'm doing that, I send it to my friend and I'm like, the link is up. And she's like, no, she was like, it's coming up this other journal. Somebody named their book setting myself free in August. <laughs> Can I tell you that my last book had someone else with a similar book title. And to be fair, she had it first, but I didn't realize how like, how that would be until I had my first book. I was kind of like naive to it, kind of clueless on it. So when I was retitling my book, I was like, well, I want a book title that only I have. So like, you know, when I search, it's going to come up. But because this woman just put her book out and it had three reviews, my book has zero reviews. My book was like unsearchable. Like it wasn't coming up. So I just like, it just felt like what the fuck. (laughs) Like it's still not working. You can't see it when you search. My friend's trying to buy my book and it's bringing it to like some other journal. And I was just like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Have you ever had one of those moments? So I literally, I'm like fighting back tears because at this moment, there's just so much charge. It's not because there's some book with another title. It's not because, you know, it's not searchable. It's because it's been three months of like being with this and three months since the original published date that I planned. But it's been since like March of me working on this project again that really I'm just, to be honest with you all, it's a highly emotionally charged book. Like if you read the book, you know, it's it's sensitive. And I've considered not even publishing it. Like I literally was like, maybe I shouldn't even tell all these stories. If you know, like maybe I should just like forget and move on. (laughs) Not that you can, but you know what I mean? Like there's just these parts of me that were just like, why are we doing this? And of course I go forward and I do it because I know why. There are books like this. They're the hardest books to write because they're so sensitive. They're so vulnerable. They're so raw. It's like displaying these things, but It's also like, I know that these kind of books, these kind of stories and the women that have done what I'm doing in my own way of just sharing my stuff and putting it out there for the world and and letting it be medicine and a reminder, that's what really has changed my life. Like, yeah, there's been some hot tips and some cool things that I've learned and some strategies that have absolutely helped me in my life. I will not say that they didn't. But when it comes down to the depth of me believing that I was worthy and that I could overcome some of the most heartbreaking, devastating things that have happened to me and that made me feel like I was unlovable, unworthy, and not enough again and again and again in my life. It's because of the women that came forth and shared their stories and that wrote books and that I would read their books again and again. I would think about them. I would think about their from after or you know the before and afters like where they were and where they are now and that would give me so much hope and like for me I know I'm meant to be that for someone 
I know that this book is part of that because there's more than I could ever share on a podcast. There's, there's more than I would ever share on a podcast because this isn't a storytelling podcast. It's a transformation podcast. (laughs) So the book is there, but my friends, I just want to admit to you that like, it was hard, you know? And I think it's, it's okay to admit that some things are hard. And I know that acting like everything is easy sells. If you go on Instagram and you go on TikTok, you go on YouTube, there's 50,000 things that are going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how to do it. It's going to be the easiest thing and it's going to be fast and you're going to do it better. But the thing is like some things in life are challenging. Some things in life are going to fucking stretch you and like it doesn't mean quit. So getting back to this topic, the tips, the hot tips, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the practices that I that I use for when this happens, um, I, I want to end what happened yesterday. So yesterday, after that happened, I left the coffee shop in tears. And now the coffee shop is literally like a mile and a half away. But I did cry from that coffee shop to my house. And I'm crying and I get home And that's when I know I can really let it out and have an emotional release. So my daughter is like, mom, what is going on? Like what happened? And I know in my mind, like this is not that big of a deal, right? But there's different parts of us. Like there's parts of us that feel like this is so tiring, so exhausting. So just, I feel like everything's going wrong. And then there's like my higher self that's like, girl, this ain't that big of a deal. We're going to be fine. (laughs) But this is what I want to point out here is that what I've learned in my journey of like healing is really reclaiming and allowing all parts of us to be seen. When we're little, there's parts of us that aren't allowed to cry. Maybe like for some of you, like I know for me, I wasn't allowed to have big emotional releases. It made my dad uncomfortable. Like sometimes I would either get hit for that or I would be yelled at like, it wasn't allowed. So now I really allow my body the space to release in a really productive way, right? Where some people would think like, that ain't productive. Get your shit together. You're stronger than that. But what I've learned is that in living as a whole person and of softening and really reclaiming all parts of us, that some of our parts need to be heard and seen. And like, that's just, you know, that even goes into some of the internal family system stuff, but I had to let it go. So anyway, I'm crying. I was just letting it go. And I was like, I'll tell you in a minute because right now I just need <laughs> need to cry. So I get the crying out and then I tell her and she's just like, okay. She's like, it'll be fine. And Later on in the day, maybe like an hour later, I go onto Instagram and I recorded a video, but it would only fit into two parts because it was longer than a single reel would be. So I had it out yesterday, but I ended up deleting both of them or archiving them because there was 1,200 people by the time I looked that watched part one, and there was 100 people that watched part two. And it's out of context, like part one without part two is out of context. You're not getting the whole message. The whole message was like, you're going to feel like, fuck this sometimes. You're going to feel like, I just am about to have a meltdown. You're going to feel like it's not working or what the F. Like, this is why some people quit because they don't have the right support around them. They don't have enough entrepreneur, like close friends they don't know that like this is just kind of par for the course and then you have big breakthroughs right after these moments but i wanted to share that in a really vulnerable way and looking back i could have edited parts of it to make it all fit but i wanted to share that because i wanted to let someone else out there know that like if you're going through this now or you recently went through this or if you go through this in three years you remember that time nicole came on and said that she left the coffee shop in tears like it happens. This is not the only time. This is just the time that I felt called to share it with you because it feels important. And not only that, I'm changing dates of launches and things like that. So I just want to let you like have some insight to it and let you know you're not alone if any of these things ever happen with you. So let's get into some tips here, some practices. That's what I want to call it for when everything is going wrong. So I use this quote, on the title. And I saw this quote and I don't know if there was a, an author to this quote. 
it was on like one of those signs at a like coffee shop and you know where they put like inspirational quotes or something like that and i just remember seeing it and i was like that's such a good quote it says when nothing goes right go left so that's kind of what had to happen a couple times with this book and a couple times with other things in my business and a couple times with things in my life where you're just like all right this path ain't it so let me just pause and reassess so remember discernment we're carrying it with us here right you want to know like you have to know when to bust yourself and then when to like really listen and trust what you're feeling that's discernment. Someone else can help you cultivate discernment, but you have to ultimately be the discerner. Like that's you. So the first thing is my practices when I'm feeling this way is taking a moment to pause, honor, expressing, and allowing what I feel. Y'all know that I've been investing in, well, for those of you that were around for the last few years, and even some of you back in 2017, like I have invested big money. I'm talking about in the six figures specifically in like softening my body, my physical body, releasing, softening any sorts of trauma that's like kind of in my fascia, um, trauma that's in the body. I've been working with my energy and having other people work on my energy so that I can begin to release some of the things that I've held and that my body's held on to. So for me, it's really important that it's okay that if I have to be a, an emotional mess sometimes, and I know that some people are not okay with that. Some people are really uncomfortable with that. And guess what? That's okay. We have different values. For me, I really value being whole. I really value like the little girl within me that needs to have her time to be expressed. I really value maybe the 15 year old in me that knew that she couldn't show any emotion and she had to be tough because that's the only way she's going to survive what she was going through. I really want to make space for all of those parts of me. And that's really where even my coaching is going. Like we're going deeper into all of this and it's sometimes not there and we don't have to force emotion. And the reality is a lot of our society, especially here in America is numb to emotion. Like if you look at some of the things that are happening, there's an overusage of prescription drugs, an overusage of alcohol. There's an overusage of food. There's an overusage of porn and, you know, like just basically avoiding what we feel. And I'm on team. Let's notice what we feel. We don't want to live there. We don't have to live there. The funny thing is when you start to acknowledge and honor and allow what you feel, there's this like ability to let it be and then move on. Because the reality is that these big emotions, whether you're feeling disappointed, frustrated, feeling like the universe does not have your back, feeling like you've tried everything and it's still not working. Like these are real things that I felt many different times, many different years. And that that energy is, it's energy. So if there's this big energy that's trying to course through you and you're choking it down, where is it going though? Your body. So like for me, it's like, I want to, express this it's almost like you're you're purging and then okay like what's present now okay moving on the next one is let go so letting go and giving up are not the same things now sometimes there is something that we're meant to give up on or to totally release for the time being so i'm not going to say that that never happens but this again comes down to that discernment and really knowing yourself knowing when to bust yourself or when to trust yourself and you know it's a dance and it's a practice but letting go for me is like, well, I can't do anything about this right now. It's out of my control. So I'm going to let go. And for me, it's also knowing that forcing and resisting is not getting me anywhere. For many years in my life, I would force and resist everything. I'm talking about men that were shitty, people that... I shouldn't have been in my life. I'm forcing. I want them to be there. Um, there's things that are obviously not working and I'm forcing and wanting it to be there. There's, you know, things in my business that weren't quite working or things that were like just not quite popping and I'm like forcing it and resisting it. And it just creates an, it's an extra energy expenditure. You know, it's like, we don't have to do all that. It's about being intentional. It's about showing up, but it's also about paying attention to where energy is naturally flowing right now. 
this is a big thing. Again, this is a practice and discernment is so needed. And this is something that I've been refining for many years. But I'm really in a time and space in my life where I'm like, I'm not here for the forcing. If something is not going or working or popping or it, and it's also not big life force energy for me, I'm not forcing it. Like I'm just not. But when I'm putting my energy into something, it's something meaningful, it's something important like this book and everything is going wrong. (laughs) So I'm deciding that I'm going to let go for now and just pay attention. It's just kind of opening your hands, opening your heart and like focusing your energy elsewhere for now. And whether you're going to let go for an hour, let go for a day, let go for a weekend, let go for a week, let go for a month, you know, it's really up to you. But this is about developing that relationship with your own self and just knowing. So even going back into what happened with me over the summer, when I realized in early June that I wasn't going to meet that June 20th date, I didn't, I don't even think I even let anyone know. I was just like, well, I'm going to let go of it for now. If I get inspired on June 21st to sit down and write and finish this thing, I will. But it wasn't like that. I moved and then I just felt like enjoying myself. I felt like being on the beach more. I felt like other things were calling to me. So I was like, all right, I'll get to the book when it's time to get to the book. And then there were a few signs. There were like feelings in my body. There were signs outside of me that were reflecting it's time to finish this project up. And then I dove in and I just... I took it to the end, you know, I took it to the end and there were all these little, little stacking, little shitty things that happened. And I was just like, "Hmm, interesting. But ultimately now where I'm at today, the book is out. I have not promoted it on social media. In fact, I just didn't even go into Instagram until like 1 PM. I, I just was like, you know what? The book is there. I'll get to it. But my body is like, let's just chill for a moment (laughs) so today I literally just like walked my dogs I went out for a little breakfast by myself um and then I got called to sit down and talk to you and share this story with you because it felt important and it felt like I want to share it so letting it go now I'm not making a timeline for myself if I feel like sitting down in three hours and going on Instagram and being like all right buy the book yay leave a review then I will but right now I'm not getting that yes in the body and I'm not going to force it because I had an emotional day yesterday. So what I mean with this letting go is for you to ask like how much time do you need to kind of cultivate that energy to be back behind it again? When do you feel naturally pulled to it? When do you feel like it's it's good to go, right? Like I'm this felt good to sit down and do a podcast, but sitting down to promote that doesn't feel good yet. And while I'm here with you, the book is out. So if you feel called to get it, I would love for you to get it. And also, it's so important that I get reviews on the book right now. That's what helps it show up when people do search for it. That's what helps with SEO. Um, And it just supports the projects and gets it into more people's hands. So if you do leave a review, just be sure to send a screenshot to me. And when I do open up and announce the new date for the ceremony, it will be sometime in October, you will get an invite. You'll get access to that ceremony. I'm having a list made and my team and I are keeping track. So just FYI on that and thank you in advance. Now let's move on from letting go to let's see what's next. Oh, do something you enjoy. Like this is a big one. If you're a high achiever type or you're coming out of that high achieving mode, like for me, some people I think really believe that I was a high achiever. And I've even had a friend ask me like, don't you think you're a high achiever? I really don't. Like I'm not driven by I have to achieve. I have to achieve. But I will say this. I used to be. I would say in 2017, 2018, even before that when I was in finance, I really wanted this like external validation and I wanted to achieve, achieve, achieve. Now for me, what's really important is like presence, fulfillment, really making sure that I'm lit up by what I do. And even if that means doing less, whatever I do, it's going to be something I really want to do. And it's something that feels really good to me and it really lights me up. So I actually don't feel like I'm that. But if you are a recovering high achiever, sometimes it could be hard to just when things aren't going right to, you might think that you want to go try harder. 
And what I want to invite you to do is to get over that. (laughs) Get over that. I say that with love. And to instead do something that you enjoy. Like literally just go do something you enjoy. Yesterday, after that happened, once I calmed myself down and I was like, all right, this has moved through. I'm feeling better, even though I felt a little bit tender just from the big emotional release. I asked my daughter, I'm like, do you want to go get donuts? She's been sending me this place on Instagram that she's been wanting to get donuts from. So I was like, let's go get donuts and let's go like get dog food. Let's just like get out and just do whatever comes to mind. So we go to get donuts. We go to Petco and then she wants to hold these ferrets. Okay, I don't think I could ever have a ferret because it just feels like, I don't know, that they're going to poop everywhere. But um, they are so cute. So we were like holding these ferrets. I actually got bit by one. But like it just, it was such a mood booster. (laughs) And then, you know, last night we had this delicious dinner and I relaxed and I watched Sex in the City. And I was just like, you know what? All is well. Like all is well. And the book was the furthest thing on my mind, like just letting it go. And you know what? It's it's how I've learned to recharge is just totally let go. So yesterday it was going to get donuts and then, you know, playing with animals, but some days it's going for a walk. Some days it's going to yoga. Some days it is just, you know, doing whatever the hell I want. That's the key is like, can you just let go? Do you have enough trust in this process to just go let go and just practice disconnecting like that? For me, it was definitely a practice because I used to be obsessive with these things. So go to play. Now, I want to share before I move on to the next one is that these are not in any specific order. This is just kind of the order that I went in, but it's whatever feels good to you. Trust your own one-of-a-kind rhythm with this. So the other thing I would say is just like, I think play is a huge part that a lot of women are missing from their lives and their businesses. Now, if you have a little child, it's possible that your children bring the play out in you, bring that silliness out in you, but it's not even necessarily true. Um, So just be mindful of like, do you allow yourself to just play and be silly? Like, I will tell you, I am a fool. Like, I am a fool. Like, I am so silly and i just sometimes my daughter says i'm i'm cringe but i'm proud of it because i have tapped back into my childlike nature and i know how to go there <laughs> so you know it's playing even in the retreats that i'm ho- hosting like i think about bali there's play integrated into that because i want my clients to tap into that playful nature and like do it with other grown women like yeah we're gonna be pampered yes we're in our queendom and like play play is an activator it's big energy so practice play next moving on journaling like journaling to me is so helpful because it helps me process what really is coming up for me it's also a place where i get to write it down and decide like well what am i doing moving forward so last night i was just like okay what was i really feeling and where did this kind of hit an edge for me and also really writing down lessons learned so in the journal i will acknowledge what i'm feeling i will write down lessons that i learned i will write down things i feel like i can do to evolve in any different area i will also write down what i'm grateful for and you know we can use journals in all different ways but to me journaling is almost like sitting down with a therapist it's like you know sitting down and just writing what needs to be written and I haven't always been a big journaler, but at this season of my life, I actually journal a lot. So five, talk to someone you love. This is huge. I feel like when there's something that's really tender, it's really important to us or it just feels really sensitive and maybe someone in the outside world is like, so what? It's not a big deal. The people that know us the most and that love us the most and understand how these projects are in our heart, they're going to just offer this like level of care and sensitivity and safety and i would say like out of everything in my life right now what feels the most abundant and overflowing and rich are my friendships and i'm just so grateful for that and having people that get it and i think that's the other important thing and i want to stress this for those of you that are entrepreneurs and creatives and you're creating things whether it's a sculpture or it's a cookbook or you're writing your memoir or you're you know, working your business and you're just trying to get everything to flow. Someone that has not walked that path just cannot get it. 
they can be a great listener, they can be a great supporter, but they're not gonna get it like an entrepreneur or creative gets it. So, you know, talking to my friends that have like put themselves out in the arena that have done things and they're just like, it's not working or it doesn't work this way. And like people that really have the same values as you. So when I say the same values, if I reach out to someone that is all about like, just get her done no matter what. And like, just do it, just show up for it. Get over your bullshit. Like that kind of energy is different than someone's like, all right, well, what is life trying to say here? Like, what am I going, like, what does life want me to know here? Like, this is a sacred pause. This is a sacred, like, wait, something else is unfolding. And that's the way that I live. There's not a right or wrong here. It's just getting to know what is true for you and what do you value and how do you live? So for me, having those people around me, it's like, we all know it's divine timing. And most of them also understand like, okay, like you're going to have to feel what you have to feel. And that's okay too. Like it's all part of the process and it's all part of growth. So taking time to talk to someone you love can be huge and it just helps you like regulate, recenter and remember. And really having coaches that play in this realm are huge. And I feel like that's, that's a big thing. So I do want to say this, when I put my first book out into the world, this version, I had a coach. I hired someone that was um, a coach, but that she also, like she did supportive coaching, but she also was a developmental editor. This time around, it was too small of a project for her. She only works on like full-blown projects. Um, So she was like, oh, with your next book, but this project right now, I don't have space for it. And I was like, that's fine. I don't, it's not even that big of a deal. I'm only just like editing it, you know? And it felt right then too to get new fresh eyes, but I wanted that emotional support. Like it felt like, you know, she knows me, I know her, that would have felt really good. In hindsight, I'm glad I hired someone new because the the book definitely like has a different, you know, feel to it because of that. But I will say this, having that person that is there and it's just like you're a book person, when you're writing a memoir, my friends, it is epic. It's major. It's like so, it's such a big deal. And I just want you to know like, if you're writing this kind of book, get help, get support, even if it's just that little emotional support. And this is the same thing with growing our business. We have to have support. If you don't have other people there, like hand holding, mirroring you, and when I say hand holding, not in a like you need to be handheld all the way. But some days you do need a (laughs) handhold. Some days you do need a mirror. Some days you do need a reminder. And that's why I believe in having like the right mentor that shares the same values with you and that like sees life in a similar way to help you just like, you know, walk the path. So finally, six. And again, you can do this in any, any step. Ask for clarity because life is your true partner, right? Like, life has something to say to you every pause every delay every rejection every miracle everything that's happening it's all feedback from your partner and when i say miracles sometimes we think that miracles are something like oh my god that was so fun that was so great that was so abundant that was so blissful but what i've realized is that sometimes the miracle can also feel like shit and what i mean by that is like things being rerouted things being pushed on, you know, hold. Um, I saw, I think it was Lewis Howes posted something and he talked about the burnt toast theory. And I thought this was interesting. The burnt toast theory is that like you burnt your toast or you made any sort of mistake or there's any sort of challenge. And while that toast was burning and you had to create another slice of toast so like you know it feels like a delay that it saved you from some car accident or saved you from sort of like you know life-threatening something or it made you like meet that one person at the elevator or see that one person on the sidewalk and it's just like really trusting life now I want you to understand something because this is big I'm a spiritual teacher spiritual guide and I understand these principles but we really have to weave in the humanness here so When Just because we trust life or we believe in divine timing doesn't mean we gaslight ourselves to not feel anything. Like, oh my God, divine timing. It's all divine timing and it's all happening for us. So don't cry. It's all happening for you. So get over it. 
No. And I think that was a big thing that really had me feeling off balance with spirituality the way that it was introduced to me is that like it was very I want to say it was almost one-sided it was like so much about the light so much about the spirit so much about um the energy and all these things that like what about the like the 3d reality and the things that we're here facing and the things that we're here feeling and as I began to work with different guides that took me deeper into my body it really helped me be more of someone that can really be present with what is real and true here and again we're all on the journey right we're all learning but that's the one thing is ask for clarity and know that even if you believe in the divine timing and even if you know that it's all happening for you like feel what you need to feel and then ask for clarity so I always like to ask for clarity personally after I allow myself to feel whatever I feel because then I'm not like I'm not asking through the wound. Then I'm not asking through the, you know, whatever's present and coming up. I let that part have its time and space. And then uh, probably around the time where I'm journaling, I'm asking for clarity. After I've let go, after I've gone to play, after I've honored what I feel, sometimes after I talk to someone, but oftentimes before I talk to someone, I am going to ask for clarity. And I'm like, what am I meant to do here? And recently I've made huge life changes just by asking life and feeling like I've really been forcing this one thing and I can feel it feels like tugging or pushing and this other way feels like gently, gently down the stream, like just go that way and letting go of my ego, letting go of my preference and really allowing life to reveal life's way to me. I've never gone wrong by doing that. Like every time I do that, it's always good. I'll, it's just like getting over the way you think it's supposed to be. So ask for clarity. The way that I love to ask for clarity is just like, I'm open, I'm available, help me see the way. I'm open and I'm available, help me see this differently. I'm open, I'm available, show me what I need to know. Reveal it to me. And really feeling that you are open and willing I make all parts of me open and available now. I'm really available. You know, what does that mean like for you to be available? And if you've done some of my workshops or if you're inside the collective, that's a lot of the things that I teach is cultivating that level of availability in your body and energy so that you really are available for divine guidance. You really are available for your soul to guide you where you're going and not just so called up in the way you think it's supposed to go because It's that adaptability and availability that allows us to see the most prosperous way. The universe, life wants us to prosper. But sometimes we're so stuck in an outdated situation. We're so stuck in a way that didn't work. Life wants us to be full of love. Life wants us to have a beautiful partnership, incredible friendships. But sometimes we're so afraid to let go of something. And when we ask for clarity, it's really making ourselves available to see what does life have to say. And life has a lot to say. It's feedback in everything, everywhere, at all times. So it's like, are you open and are you paying attention to that? So when nothing goes right, go left. Doesn't mean totally give up. It doesn't mean burn it all down. It just means that There's another way that you're meant to go that isn't the way where everything is falling to hell (laughs) and everything is on fire. And it might be a way that you go a new way for a day. It might be a new way. It might be an adjustment. But like, how adaptable are you? And, you know, life is not as solid and as serious as we think it is. That's, That's what I know. And it's that saying, like, the more you know, the less you actually know. And that's where, right where I'm at, really playing in the mystery and allowing life to guide me. Now, I will say this. I have something else that I was going to share with my email community. It was like a coming out of sorts of something I really wanted to get off my chest because something really interesting happened. Um, I think it was, it was Tuesday and it was like a different energy. There's a different tone to it, but it's like an intimate thing. And I want to share it first in the email community. Maybe one day I'll bring it here as well. But 
it didn't happen this week. I'm going to share it probably next week. But what I want to invite you to do is if you're not already a part of my email community, you can just use the link below. There's a free gift, my Miracle Morning Activations. They're free on my website right now, but I'm going to put the link below so that you can check it out. You can get in to my email community through that link. You also get access to these morning miracle activations. And really, these were activations that I created in 2020 because what I knew for myself is that when I went out and I started moving my body and then I started really being like intentional, breath, movement, and using the power of my mind, I could totally shape shift how I felt. So I have one on self-love and then I have one on abundance and prosperity. So you actually get two morning miracle activations and then there's a whole video on best practices and how to use them. It's absolutely free. I used to charge $33 for these, but I decided to put them as a free gift on my website for right now. So you can get in, get access to those. I've had people reach out to me that use these activations with their children. They literally have their little ones side by side and they're dancing around the house and they're doing them and it's such a high vibe thing. And if you love a good intentional walk, these are great for that. You can also listen in the car. You know, it's totally up to you, but they're free for right now. So I would say if you want them, get them. And finally, I wanna just invite you again that if you have not yet gotten the book, I would love for you to order a copy. You can get it on Kindle or you can get it paperback. And please, please leave a review. The review on Amazon, it means so much. And that was one of the hard things for me yesterday as I was going through that, you know, that moment where I was like, maybe I shouldn't have even retitled the book. Maybe I should have just left the book as is because I had really great reviews. And forfeiting the reviews, I was like, damn it, but, but, but. I just trust in the bigger process. I trust in... People leaving the reviews, leaving better reviews, more and more people coming through, more people getting the book, and I just want to extend that to you. So um, leave the review, take a screenshot, send it over to me. You can DM me on Instagram or send me an email at support at Nicole Sylvester or Nicole at Nicole Sylvester, and we're creating a list. You will get an invite as soon as I schedule the ceremony set yourself free it's for emotional release and really accessing the highest part of you i will be sending you an email and you will be having access to that so my friends be sure to do that share it with a friend let me know how the book goes feel free to reach out i would love to hear from you i would i love to hear from my readers and in the meantime if you know someone that needs this podcast episode and you think it's going to support them please do share Remember, discernment is key here. And for now, if everything's going wrong or if nothing is going right, this is your reminder. You may just want to explore what it's like to go left. All right, my friends, have a beautiful and blessed day and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.